This is the FloridaHSFootball.com podcast, bringing you closer to all the action on Florida's home of high school football and girls flag football with amazing interviews and the latest news and events. You can follow us on Twitter at FLAHSFootball and by liking and following us on Facebook and Instagram at FloridaHSFootball. Want to drop us a message? Send us an email to football at FloridaHSFootball.com or by downloading the Anchor.fm app and leaving us a voicemail on our podcast page. Now, here's your host, the founder and publisher of FloridaHSFootball.com, Joshua Wilson. This preseason coaches interview podcast on FloridaHSFootball.com is brought to you by the Florida Athletic Coaches Association, the Florida High School 7v7 Association, ScoreStream, BSN Sports, First Down Playbook, Anytime Fitness of Gainesville, and Fox Sports Florida's Under the Lights Florida High School Football Final, airing Monday nights at 6 p.m. Eastern during the 2019 Florida High School football season. We also want to thank the Florida High School Athletic Association, Four Quarters Online, Baker Sporting Goods, and the Miami Dolphins for everything they did in supporting high school football media days for the student-athletes in Florida this preseason. Enjoy the interview. Joining me on the FloridaHSFootball.com podcast from the 2019 North Central Florida High School Football Media Day is the head coach of the Eastside Rams, Cedric Daniels. I appreciate you stopping by to talk some Rams football, man. It's, uh, you know, y'all coming off a, uh, you know, a, a really good season for y'all last year. You know, you have you have managed to build the program, the Eastside program. You have managed to put your mark on it. You have built this program now. Now the goal is uh, after getting the playoffs last year, you know, and, uh, facing some t- tough competition this year, uh, you want to go further. The, the goal is to go further. And uh, what, what did y'all learn from the 2018 season and what are you going to take and put it into for the 2019 season? Uh, we, we pretty much learned everything anybody else had learned. You know, if you work hard, you get the results that you're looking for. Um, we had a great season coming from where we started. You know, I think what we won seven games, seven regular season games, and uh, lost the first round of the playoffs. So um, in the three games that we lost, I think um, – the three regular season games, we we lost, we we dictated the, our losses, you know, with mistakes and big plays. You know, going forward, we look to eliminate those big plays and figure out a way to get off the field on third down. And, and that's and that's a big thing right there is you know in in, in the thing you're talking about those games where you you, you 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 had mistakes you learned from those mistakes but when you looked at the one loss in the playoffs that was a battle y'all battled in that play, playoff yeah. game and you know talk about that especially being able to go up against the battle and battle a great team when in in, the, in, the, in that first round yeah I mean that team you know we looked at the film and, and we looked at him and saw you know Mike was going to be a beast you know the running back and nature coach yeah nature yeah. coach you know that and and he was a beast but we figured we can throw the ball on him. Um, um, not taking away anything away from them, but heck, we dropped, and, and I say four, but we dropped four touchdown passes over the shoulder. Our quarterback's putting them on the money. Like, you can't ask for better passes, but it, that's the way we lost the football game. It was point for point, and, you know, in a game like that, when a running back's 230 pounds, you, you can't afford to mess up and, and allow him to get rolling. And when we thought we knocked him out the game, it only made him stronger. So, um, Hats off to those guys. You know, they, they made a decent run in the playoffs as well. So, you know, we, we figured, you know, looking at the schedule going in, the playoff schedule, where it was either going to be us or North Marion coming out of the region. 
you know, out, out of the playoffs. And North Marion was fortunate enough to to run the tables. And and and, and with that, you know, you're you're going to, you know, if you've got some senior leadership, you've got some, you know, returning t- talent that is going to be your key leaders, and that you need them to be able to lead out on the field. And uh, and, and you know, I'll I'll point out the big name right now, and your thing that uh, has been heavily talked about, Anthony Richardson. You know, you're expecting him, especially the fact this is a senior year. You're going to need him to step it up even further as a leader. So talk about that, and and also as well as some of your other guys that you're going to be expecting to help fill in those leadership roles as well. Right. And um, Ant takes care of Ant, you know, when it comes to like the athleticism and leadership. Um, he's the guy who I don't have to worry about. Uh, everybody else has to worry about him. Mm-hmm. Um, he does a good job of managing practice and, and and running, you know, running the games where we need it to be run. Like he's a guy who can get you when you need three, he can get you five. You know, and that helps us out a lot. You know, he's one of those guys who is a phenomenal athlete, but it's not only him. You know, he's a four-year starter along with Cartion Brooks and uh and Deion Jenkins are returning, you know, both of our offense, you know, our yards and points. Uh Deion ran for over a thousand yards last year with thirteen plus touchdowns. You know, um <clears throat> and Brooks is such a dynamic athlete. We'll play him in the slot, we'll play him outside, he'll play a little bit a little bit of defense. You know, he's pretty much the heart and soul of the team. When mm-hmm. he goes, we go. You know, everybody thinks it's Ant, but Cartion is more of the <clears throat> vocal leader of the offense and the, the team. So defensively, I think we're going to be fine. We still have some young guys, but our youth is probably our best asset on our defense. Those young guys fly around and, and make plays. And, and with that, uh, you know, you know, 2019, you know, not only brings changes in that term, in that aspect, but the changes of reclassification. <laughs> Your district, you know, the the, the district number doesn't necessarily well. It, I mean, it changes for y'all a little bit, but in I mean, technically. The district changes entirely in the terms of who are you playing, and uh, you know instead of going driving down I seventy five, you know for for games, you know now you're going east to Clay right. County to play, you know in, in a couple other areas that's for your games, and uh, you know that that district. Talk about that district and what, what challenges y'all face in that particular district in District five A five. Looking back at our playoff game, you know we got beat because we couldn't stop the run and. Historically, Clay's a running football team, so we have to figure out ways to motor down and and stop Clay. I know they have a new head football coach, so I don't really know what they're going to be like along with Ridgeview. But historically, Clay's been pretty pretty much a, a dominant factor in in 5A, you know, in the North Region. Um, <clears throat> I know Menendez; they graduated a big running back, and um, all these teams that we're facing in our district are, are pretty much running teams. So for us, we need to figure out a way to stop running power football teams we don't we don't do bad against uh spread teams because that's what we see every day in practice it's hard to simulate those big 230 pound running backs though and, that, and that's a big factor right there but do you feel like do you feel like maybe looking at it in the way the situation with some of the schools changing coaches and stuff like that you feel like that maybe there's a chance that hey y'all can go maybe win the district championship this year well that's the goal um <clears throat> you know you you know where you followed us for the last right. four years um to make it to the playoffs last year and now being in a situation where, where we have 20 plus returning starters you know offensive and that's and something that's something you didn't have when you started to, when you took over east side right. several years ago right so i mean our whole offensive line Turns minus two people. All our skill guys are back. Our defense is back. You know, we're, we're looking to make a, a decent run, and um, <clears throat> not gonna look past Buholtz. But you know, if we take care of business against Buholtz, you know, sky's the limit for us because I think that that game pretty much dictates our season how we start off. 
And that, that that's going to be the thing. You know, you open you, and that's the thing I'm going to talk about with the schedule here in just a moment. You know, Buchholz being your uh, season opener. But uh, what, what, what are you? You know, you just you, you kind of alluded to it to me a few minutes ago about oh, you know, the sooner you learn learn something, something you know changes, and that's yeah, the FHA RPI is going to be the new, the new thing this year. You know, dealing with the, how the teams are going to be seeded in the playoffs. What are your thoughts about it? I have no idea what to expect. Like I say, <laughs> I was I, I just learned the uh, other system. So the goal is just to win as many as many games you can and, and pray to God the teams you beat. Hopefully they have a winning record as well. This, from what I'm seeing with this RPI thing, you know, can't afford for teams to be one and nine, you know, on your schedule. If, if I'm reading it correct, you know. Well, of course, now you got your opponent's <coughs> opponent, so that might help a little yeah. bit too. So it, it depends on that. Did you, did you did the RPI formula itself? Did that have any factor in bearing on going looking for your non-district games? Considering that you know, it's, okay, two of your non-district games are definitely you know, okay, city rivals. So you know, that's already get that that's already two 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 games right there on your schedule that you already filled in before you even put the schedule together. The sad part for me, um, our schedule was done. Like the week we finished, I, I finished making a schedule. The state came out with the new the new ranking system, so my schedule was already pretty pretty much done based on playoff playoff opponents from you know the year before. So it kind of hurt me in that aspect, but I don't think it did as much because all those teams we have outside of the district are you know quality opponents. And, and and with that, you know, which game on the schedule could be the toughest because, you know, looking at it, well, of course, okay, you know, you Buholtz week one, you know, Bishop Moore week two, so that's a that's a that's a tough one right there. Right. And you know, that you know, but hey, that's a home game for y'all, but hey, you know, PK Young, you got Menendez, I mean yeah, I guess I guess maybe all the games are the tough Everybody's ones. Everybody's gonna be tough. Um <clears throat> I think our new rival, which is an old rival, but it's still, I still classify it as a new one because I'm still new, is North Marion. You know, I think what is what is week year, year four, so we're one and two against them. So now we got to try to win this game to make it two and two. Yeah. But you know, they're our biggest opponents because to to me they look like us and they're five A. You know, we're pretty much identical offensively and defensively. And now we've added Vanguard to the kickoff classic, not knowing that they were going to be a five A football program. So. Everybody on our schedule is pretty much a playoff opponent for us. So, and that point, and that, that that particular point, it's say go go out, put their eleven versus your eleven, and see what happens, right? right. So, and uh, to close this out, um, what is one official policy or bylaw you would want to change, or maybe something beyond that with like the state legislature? What would you want to change in the terms of because you know things are definitely having a factor on high school athletics. Get rid of the open age. enrollment stuff. Like it's not college football. It's, it's it's already destroyed college football with the uh, transfer portal, and now we're bringing it to high school football, where kids can openly go where you want to. There's no more pride in football anymore. Back when we were growing up, you know, if you were zoned for Buell or Eastside, that's the school you went to, and you weren't jumping around. You were gonna take your bumps and bruises, wins or loss, and that was the school you went to. Right, and that's the big thing right there, and all that. So, well, coach. I appreciate you stopping by. Best of luck to the Eastside Rams this season. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir.